accomplishment of a lot of firsts for me. My first time being in a relationship, my first time being married, my first time being in love. Well, hopefully. The experts hit it. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think I can do this. I don't want to marry a stranger. Oh. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It is the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. Sex is always on the table for us. It's the one and only <laughs> Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And you are not wrong. <laughs> Sorry, just kind of... I wasn't planning on that. It just kind of came to me. Just came to you. Well, you are not wrong. Thank you. Always on the table. Not on this table. I don't know if it could withstand our, Jeez, just, <laughs> our sexual prowess. You are just getting a little wild. This table has handled a lot. It's handled my DJ phase. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's handled New Year's Eve beer pong, just the two of us. Just the two of us. A bunch of COVID nice dinners when we put a nice cloth over it. It's handled the COVID dinners. And now... It is supporting our podcasting career, quite literally. <laughs> when well, we wanted to have a nice dinner, <laughs> like uh, the both of us sitting at each side of a long table. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. We whipped out the, the plastic folding table. Shout out to, wow, this is not planned at all. Lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> the brand of the table is Lifetime. Not a sponsor. Wish they were. It's a great table. It absolutely is. All right, we're not here to talk about any of that. We're here to talk about... This show, Teresa. Let me just start with this. Do all the guys kind of stink this season? Are there any good guys this season? I still like Cameron. Cameron's coming around. Cameron, and I'm, hold on. Let me, I have to take my foot out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> Cameron's rising to the top of the list. Yeah, and Brennan isn't bad either. <sighs> Brennan's not the best. Well, I think, here's the thing. I don't think he has like a great sense of humor. I, I don't think he has any humor. I think, whole, I think Cameron has a strange sense of humor, but he's a foreigner. So sure, take that. I think Brennan is a nice dude with no sense of humor. I think you're right. Okay. I think you're right. I was getting ahead of myself. I was about to go off on Austin, whose whole claim to fame was his sense of humor. But he's becoming quite the stinker himself. Austin needs to shave. Like, what the hell is wrong with, like... Uh, I don't mind goes, the hair. No, just like, he needs to trim it, not shave entirely. It goes He's all... He's on vacation. His neck is hairy. That's vacation his beard. Are hairy. Oh, no, no, no. Vacation? I want to have a nice photos. I don't want you to look mm. like Yeti. He's, he's looking like Tom Cruise in Castaway. He looks awful. Wrong vacation. He looks awful. Just like trim it. Like I, I'm all for a beard. You have a beard. I like that on guys. I have, I have a nine o'clock shadow. I don't have a full beard, much to my dismay. I like what you have. Thank you. It looks good. Thank you. But for him, trim it. Just trim it. All right. That's the least of my worries, to be honest. But his personality is starting to stink. I'm, I'm seeing through him. I don't think I believe the facade he wants to put on, how into Becca he is. I think this is all for show. Or think, at least he's trying to be this nice guy to the cameras. I think he's trying to be a nice Christian. Mm, but no, I don't it's think, just not a nice Christian, just a plain Christian, just a simple Christian. <laughs> but I don't think because he knows that she is agnostic, 
I think he's starting to pick up on a few things and maybe that's why he doesn't really want to share how Christian he is. I think so. And we'll obviously talk about that more. And then the biggest stinker of all, Orion. Uh, oh, Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Go oh, home. my God. Oh, Ryan. I think this is my prediction. Next episode may be his last. There are rumors floating around that he or she will call it quits. And to that, I say good riddance. To that, I say, Lauren, you are better off without Orion. Uh, Yeah. Biggest stinker. I I understand that he got offended, right? Of course. Of course. We've all been offended before for different reasons. Correct. And he did get offended, but she apologized so many times. She owned up to it. She gave him grace for something he did. I don't mm-hmm. understand why he's been such a, what's the word? He's, he's being he just doesn't a, want to let go. Yeah, he's being a, a victim, Teresa. The, yeah. the, the word is he's being a victim. He wants to be in this instance, I think. And not taking anything away from the fight he's trying to fight, I just think he's picked the wrong fight. He's picked the wrong opponent. Lauren is not the opponent in this fight. I still don't think she did anything wrong. Maybe a little wrong. Maybe she shouldn't have laughed. But I don't she think should, she shouldn't have laughed. I don't think she said anything wrong. So he's fighting the good fight. He's fighting the wrong opponent in that yeah. fight. Yeah, she shouldn't have laughed. However, she apologized. She owned up to it. She said she's done her research. She's learning. It's new to her. And the fact that he can't let go, that's just that sucks, dude. That yeah. sucks. If she didn't own up to it and if she just I was like, oh, whatever, dude. If she didn't acknowledge what she did, then okay, I see your point. But she did over and over. Should I spill my hot take now or should I wait? Because I have a hot take. Okay, split now and then you can split again. All right, let me spill now. Do it. Let me spill now. We know he's tried his hand in, in relationships with men, right? Yes. I don't think he... I'm going to say I don't know if he's into women... I definitely don't think he's into Lauren. And I think he's trying to come up with excuses to separate from Lauren. And he's choosing this fight, this argument, this mm. disagreement to to use as his escape route. But I don't think he's, I think he's definitely not into Lauren. He might not be into women. That's a hot take. It's a hot take. I think he is into Lauren, but... Oh, he's so not. He's so not. Well, I think he liked her at the beginning. I just think (sighs) that he is very sensitive. Very, very sensitive. And I think everything affects him. Everything. And there are people who are overly sensitive and it affects the way they are. And I think he's about to throw away his marriage because he's being so sensitive. All right. Well, we've said too much already. Before we get (laughs) into... Before we get into... The meat of the episode, a little business, real quick. We're on Supercast, we're on Patreon, we're talking about the other way. That season seems to be coming to an end. It's 21 episodes in. I'm sad. Still too soon is it coming to an end. We we are going to get the tell-all coming up. But if you want to hear all our thoughts on that, you can go back, you can listen to it all. There's like a bajillion hours of content on the Patreon and Supercast. So if you want to go back and listen at your leisure, get on the Patreon, get on the Supercast, and we're going to replace The Other Way with something very soon. How many hours? I think two bajillion. I was adding it up. I'm What's not a good bajillion? With... 
A bajillion is a lot of millions. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just make it up? No, a bajillion's a thing. I lost count after like nine million, so I just said a bajillion. There's a lot of hours of content. There's, okay. In all seriousness, there's like 400 plus episodes on the Patreon, which are ad free, which are bonuses, which if you're on the family affair level, there's video, a whole bunch of things, holiday episodes, random recaps, a whole bunch of things on the Patreon and Supercast. So check it out, patreon.com slash reality or marriedthreality.supercast.com. Also, come over to the Instagram at marriedthrealitypod. Yes, we post memes. Yes, we share updates. But most importantly, we talk with you guys over there. You call in, you message us. I mean, love talking with you guys. Sure do. So get on that. I thought you were going to say more. Oh, no, this <laughs> is your pausing. spiel. This is your oh, spiel. I'm glad you finally acknowledged that. I'm just a fluffer. All right, fluff away. Uh, on Instagram, at MarriedTrealityPod. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hot as that big bouquet that Cameron brought for Claire because I'm not a big fan of flowers, but that was a nice hot gesture. Smash it like it's as hot as that gesture. And last but not least, if you guys haven't left a review, you know we're suckers for reviews. Tis the season to give. And so if you're looking to get us something for the holidays, you can leave us a review. If you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on the podcast on the Monday podcast. Yes. All right. That's the business. Let's get into it. Enough is enough already. Enough is enough, enough. Enough foreplay, Teresa. Let's get into this. Let's talk about Lauren and Orion. Let's just shh, let's just go for it, okay? Yeah, this episode is basically about Lauren and Orion and some bunch of other people. So, sex is off the table. Sex is off the beach. Sex is off the bed. Sex is nowhere to be seen with this couple. Yes, and so again, sex is off the table because. Lauren had sex two months ago, literally, to the date. And I think that's the only bad thing she said. If she didn't say to the date, mm-hmm. then it's fine. She had sex before she was matched. She didn't know she's going to be matched. There are thousands of people applying for maps. How many couples do we have? Five? Four? Because one runaway bride? Like, yeah. The chance of her being matched was very slim. So why wouldn't you bang it out if you had a chance? If you got a chance, if you're into it, your options are open, go for it. Orion's not happy about it. And I'm I'm glad Lauren called Orion out for his hypocrisy because he's flip-flopping on the sex topic. An episode or two ago, he was all horned up. He's all talking about banging. And now he's like, well, let's pause on the sex. Yeah. Just because she had sex more recently than he did. And yes, because I think she said, oh, to the date, which means it's circled on her calendar with a big smiley face and a gold star. Yeah. So I think that's, as I said, I think that's the only thing she did wrong that I would judge her for is that you said to the date, which means it's still in your head. It's a little questionable. But everything else, why not? She's being open with her husband. So what? If she banged a week ago, which means she was engaged already, Okay, well, we would have a problem, right? Totally. But like two months ago, come on, dude. But Lauren feels judged, rightfully so. So she says, you know what? Let's just have a quiet meal. I would appreciate some quietness. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Lauren is like me and she's making up words. And then I typed it and it's a real word. Quietness? Yeah, it's a real word. <laughs> like, well, no, what words do we, pride, prideness? Pra- we say, we say proudness. A proudness. Yeah. Uh, quietness qu- is a real word. Yeah. You learn something new every day. And if you're crazy, you learn about nine new things every day. <laughs> um, 
I think she wants a quiet dinner because now she's been conditioned that anything she says can result in a huge argument and Orion getting upset and storming off. So she's like, I better just keep my mouth shut around you. Yeah, but unfortunately, Orion is not good with the quietness. No. And he wants to finish the conversation. And I love that she's being honest because she's like, I don't because I don't feel safe having this conversation totally. with you. Totally. And his apology, if you want to call Stinks. it that, such bullshit. He's like, I'm sorry if I made you feel, which is not an apology. It's it's a half-assed attempt at an apology. And she calls him out on it. She says, you know what? I don't want that apology. Like You're more mature than that. And she's like calling him out on all these little things he's trying. Yeah, like he's trying to save his ass, yet he still feels certain way. That's why it bothers me. Like, okay, you're bothered by the fact she banked two months ago. Stick to that. To the day, Teresa. Stick to that. Don't don't be flip-flopping back and forth, back and forth. And then True. you're gonna get pissed over something else that happened before. True. So then we see them at the hotel room, and, and things are still ice cold. Kudos to them for sharing a bed. Oh, yeah. A lot of other couples would have got separate rooms at this point. True. Lauren gets out of the bathroom in her PJs, looks over at the bed, and she's like, mm, funny meeting you here. Yeah. Which I'm <laughs> like, all right, maybe she's trying to break the tension, or maybe she really oh, is she's sarcastic. just being full sass. Oh, full sass. But Orion's like, all right, we need a temporary solution. And he does apologize for not supporting Lauren in the moment. But then he just loses all credit I give him because he's like, do you think I said sex is off the table because you had sex? It's not. That's not why I said it. And it's like, uh. what are we doing here? You're just making the, you realize there's cameras filming you. You realize we literally have you word for word saying what you said. Yeah. And Lauren is like, okay, that's BS. Like you need to be honest. Like you need to stick to your story. Yeah. You said sex was off the table yeah. because I had sex. So tell me what that meant to you then if that's not what it meant to and you. And he's like, okay, you're right. That's what it meant. Dude. <sighs> I, dude. I don't use this word lightly. <gasps> you are going to say. The G word. Yes. He was totally gaslighting her. <laughs> He's like, well, I, you know, I didn't, do you think I said sex is off the table? It's like, yes, you did. So stop doing that because I hate to use the word because it's overused and people don't even know what it means anymore because it's overused. But that's what you were doing. And he finally comes clean and tells us how he really feels, which that's what he should have done from the second he said sex is off the table. He said, well, for me, when you signed up for maths, you got engaged. Lauren says, that's not true. We weren't matched. Right. Signing up for something doesn't mean I'm engaged. It's like signing up for Tinder means, oh, I'm dating. You're going to try. Like, yeah, you're going to try. Yeah. You're, you're going to throw your hat in the ring. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you're going to burn all your other hats. Exactly. Like, that's such BS. Like, all right, I can, I can see... How dad might feel like, oh, it's so soon, right? Soon. But it's like, no, it's not. Because when you date someone, 
I don't even want to know this. I would never ask you and don't tell me. But when we started dating, I know you were seeing someone else. I would never be like, oh, by the way, when is the last time you banged? Because I don't want to know. Sure. But at the same time, you had all the right to do whatever. Of course. Before we got serious. And so they shouldn't have even talked about it. That's the dumbest shit ever but to begin with. You're so right in that this explanation is what he should have came with. In the first place, the, well, your intention with this process, I don't feel like you were taking it. Like, that's what you should have said. When he said, oh, sex is off the table. It's like now he's like punishing her. He's yeah. all, he's like taking her, he's taking her phone away. Like he's if, a child. If, if, yeah. If he, well, he's acting like a parent who's like, well, I don't like what you did. I'm taking your phone away. You're grounded. Sex is off the table. No, explain yourself. Explain your feelings. And what he said makes a lot of sense. But it took a long time to get there. And I still yeah. disagree. You can't question her intention just because she banged. No. Her intention is to find love. And maybe she thought the guy she was banging was going to be the love of her life. So don't Correct. question her intention. Correct. And again, I'm going to judge both of them for discussing that. But I get the whole let's be open with each other. They, they were very open with sex. So why not? All right. I wouldn't share something like this because... Why would you? There is no point of sharing that information, whether you get married at first sight or you're just dating someone. Like, literally, there is no point to know that stuff. It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't change anything. I agree. And I also think it's kind of ridiculous to marry someone at first sight, to go into this process and agree to marry someone at first sight and then get mad when they do things that you don't love or they don't look exactly how you want them to look. It's like you put your fate into someone else's hands and now you're going to get mad that they're not a hundred percent up to your specifications. It's like, well, then you should have picked the person. You need to fully commit to this process and be okay with who you're paired with, how they look, what they did before you guys met mm-hmm. like don't get upset at things they did before if you're gonna do married at first sight very true okay so then the next morning energy still not good lauren is feeling isolated she's feeling attacked she feels like she's not being heard and orion did admit to her that he's been inconsistent on this topic of sex and he's like i don't care that you had sex two months ago but Lauren's not buying it. So they sit down to talk. And Orion's like, I feel emotionally depleted. I'm tired. And Lauren says, yeah, yesterday was a lot. I offered you grace. I won't hold that moment against you. But my emotions, they're they're dissipating. They're not dissipating as quickly as I'd like them to. This is the second time she offered him grace. And he offered her grace how many times? Zero. Zero. Yes. The opposite of not giving her anything except the silent treatment and the cold shoulder. Mm -hmm. And Orion's like, well, I'm in the same boat, but everything she's feeling is fair. I know I dropped the ball. And Lauren asks for consistency from Orion moving forward. Stop with this flip-flopping. Stop with, okay, sex is off the table. No, just kidding. It's not off the table. Here's 
how I feel about them in general. They need to stop with all the sugarcoating and the euphemisms and just get real. Like they're, they're too polite. They sound like they've been trained to communicate. They went to like counseling school or they're like, they're trying to be too polite and it's not going anywhere. They're- I don't think they're trying to be too polite. I think they are being real, but he is a moron that does not want to come clean and tries to like, oh shit, I said it. I shouldn't have. I apologize for it. But wait a minute. I meant it. Okay. Let me tell her I meant it, but actually, no, I didn't mean it. Let me take it back. Look, I think he's saying how he feels, but that's but not. I, but I think it's sugarcoated. Like I know, okay, one of our main C's, communication. Correct. But it needs to be another C, clear communication. And sitting there being like, well, I give you grace. Uh, I don't want to upset. Using euphemisms, oh, I dropped the ball. It's like, just, what do you mean? Just tell me. Don't say you dropped the ball. Tell me what you did. Actually address it, right? Say, oh, we're in the same boat. What does that mean? What boat? Explain the boat to me. I want to know what the boat is that you're talking about. Like, tell me, use your words, communicate. I mean, they all kind of do this on maths. They all use the, oh, the roller coaster. Oh, we're on the same boat. Oh, yeah, and it's we, not good. What, 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 what do they see all the time? A leap of faith. Like, yeah. they, all, they all say things like this. It's, it's not as clear as it could be. And it's fine when things are going well. But when things are this bad, you need to be so clear and, and identify and articulate the problem so you can resolve it. Well, I think they still do much better at this than Austin who just does not yeah. even touch on anything important. Yeah, they're at least trying. Yes, well, they are trying. I think she I think she gets frustrated, but kudos for her for not, like, losing her shit on him. Yo, I, think of, I think a lot of people would, but for him, like, it's too much. It's too much. He can't take it. He thinks this is too much, which means, like, dude... That's not too much at all. She's actually handling this very, very well. Oh. Being very polite. So polite. So understanding. Oh, my gosh. And they end up FaceTiming Dr. Pia because, like, we need help. We're not achieving anything on our own. Well, before they did that, they started cuddling. I know, which was ridiculous. But she's like, basically, okay, I, I give you another grace, okay? Let's, right. let's, let's, cuddle it up. let's cuddle it up before we get mad at each other again over the same thing. That's more inconsistency from Orion. True. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going oh, yeah. to hug you and I'm going to make you think everything's okay. But then in five minutes, I'm going to be like, actually, it's not okay. I need, I need some time apart. Like, be consistent with your actions, with your emotions, with your words. Well, here's why he's very inconsistent. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit, right? The reason why they're calling Dr. Pia is because Orion feels like he failed the marriage, right? He failed the marriage. He made Lauren feel uncomfortable. He didn't make her feel safe. But fast forward a little bit to the next day, he's going to be telling her that she failed the marriage, Totally. He doesn't know. I don't even think he knows fully what he's saying. That's why I'm saying I don't think he's attracted to her. He might not be attracted to women in general or who knows who he's attracted to. But he's in a situation where I don't think he's comfortable and he's looking for a way out. And this is his big way out. This is a horrible way out. Just say, hey, 
I don't think this is working out instead of making himself look like a moron on TV. But he can be the victim here. And so he can walk away. But he's not. That's the thing. But he's trying to make at every turn of the episode. He's trying to make himself. He is, but she did not. We said it before. Yes, she laughed bad. She shouldn't have laughed. But she did not call him any names. No. As far as <laughs> Especially I, after, as far as I heard, I know we watched it a couple of times. He admitted to using the N word. Yeah. And she was like, no, I've never used a derogatory word. Or she said, I'm sure I have, but like, I haven't used the R word. And then he, she gets in trouble as if she did. So that's why it infuriates me so much because he's accusing her, accusing her and treating her as if she did. Yeah, and he compares her to when someone else actually called him right. derogatory term. And I'm like, I feel for you. I really do. Like, I hate I hate that this exists, right? But she did not call you that. Right. Ugh! Okay, Dr. Pia. So they're talking, and Pia asks Orion if he believes Lauren when she says her intentions are pure. And Orion's like, yeah, I do believe her. So again... Flipping, <laughs> flipping back and forth. Good thing they're at a beach because I'm sure he's wearing flip-flops because he cannot stop flip-flopping. <laughs> and then Pia does some dumb metaphor, analogy. I don't know. I'm usually a fan of these things, but not when you're in such dire straits that, again, speak clearly. Enough with this, well, your marriage is an emotional bank account. You need to work on positive to positive. It's like, stop with that. Well, speak clearly. Tell me really what to do. True, but Orion went with it because he's like, yeah, I feel like we've been making deposits, but yesterday (laughs) I took a big withdrawal. I'm like, okay. This is how you teach kindergartners to communicate. (laughs) Well, okay. His issue was that apparently Lauren got a little too raw and a little too elevated. But Lauren was like, yes, I did because I was frustrated. However... I did not yell at you. Right. Dude, the way she handled it, once again, being raw is good. Let it out. Being being elevated, like, yes, like, I feel like if you're arguing with someone, you need to raise your voice a little bit. Like, if if you, if it comes to it and you are so frustrated, but you got to show it. I think your voice can show it without yelling at someone. I want it raised more. I truly feel like they're both (laughs) walking on eggshells and nothing's going to get solved. Because they're not fully expressing themselves or letting it out. It's like uh, Kimberly in 90 Day Fiance, the other way, she was like, ah! And it was probably so cathartic and therapeutic that she let it out. Orion and Lauren are not letting it out. They're like letting a little bit of the pressure out, letting a little bit of the pressure out. Enough. Stop the eggshells. They need to withdraw everything from the bank. They need to, yeah. Just stick it all out and leave. Withdraw from the show. <laughs> Call it quits. It's ridiculous. They hang up with Pia, and Lauren's like, well, thank you, Orion, for being open. Um, and asks, what can I do to be helpful? And Orion's like, I think I need some space. I need to catch my breath. Dude. That's what I'm saying. He's always the victim. Like, he went from, I feel like I failed the marriage. Um, I'm sorry I made you feel this way, to... Oh, you are being so raw and elevated, too. I'm sorry. I'm only up to my mistake, too. I need a break. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, dude? It's ridiculous. Ooh, let's, let's, let's go to someone it's else. It's ridiculous and it's exhausting. For, for, for a hot <laughs> moment because we're not done with them. Okay. I'm actually starting to like this next couple. Emily and Brennan. 
Yeah. Yes. Having dinner, ready to move into some deeper topics of conversation. She's always so happy. I don't know if she's just booze. because she's always drunk. It's the booze. <laughs> but they're, talk, they're at dinner talking about religion. And I like this because I can, I can kind of associate myself with Emily just a little bit because she's like, how are we going to do Krismuka? Which yeah. is, we don't call it Krismuka, but we do Christmas, we do Hanukkah. We named, it our, own. We named it our own thing. We have, we have our third thing that we named it our own. Well, we, we don't, don't do Christmas. We don't do Krismuka. No, but we, we, kinda, we do We do Czech Christmas. We That's do, what I'm saying. We do Hanukkah. Yeah. And then we do our own hybrid holiday. Yes, and we love it. And so we learned that Brennan is Jewish. Another member of the tribe. Yeah. We're stacking him up this season. And he says he was raised Jewish, but I don't think from from what he said, I don't think he practices Judaism. It doesn't um, seem like it. He didn't even tell. wear a yarmulke at the wedding. So I don't think he's, That's a good he's point. active. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. I think he probably is as Jewish as you. You appreciate the tradition. Yeah. You identify yourself as Jewish. However... You don't go to the temple. You don't do other things. I'm Jew-ish. Exactly. Yeah. But Emily says, well, I grew up Catholic, but I don't want to have anything to do with that. So I don't want my kids or our kids to be raised Catholic. So I would consider converting. Yeah, which is cool. That seems easy enough. And she said it really without thinking too much about it. So I do question how serious she is. Well, I think I... It's well, so easy to say. It's it so is, easy it, to it say. It is easy to say. And I think converting to Judaism brings back the religious aspect of it. Sure. They both seem to be non-religious. So why bringing religion into this, right? Like you can still celebrate it like we do. Mm-hmm. We celebrate the holidays. I cook for you. We do Hanukkah, we do the menorah. By the way, your tiny menorah arrived today. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I was telling everybody about the tiny menorah. And and so so that's great, right? But I don't know. Converting is another level of being religious. And I don't think they are there, both of them. And that's my question. I don't know how religious Brennan is. He may be more than he is letting on. Because here's, here's why I say it, right? I have a friend who did convert to Judaism, you know, my friend Hannah, mm-hmm. right? Because her husband wanted their kids to be Jewish. Yes. But she had to study. She had to go to the temple. Like, there oh, is yeah. a lot oh, yeah. that comes with it. It's not just like, you oh, you wake up. You can't just say it, Teresa. Exactly. Yeah. And there is a lot. And that's why I'm like, whoa. All right. But he seemed to be happy to hearing it. I don't think he really takes like, oh, yes, let's do it. But and I that's think just, why. Just him, her saying it is a good sign of her being open-minded. Yes. And so we know she says, I don't want to raise our kids Catholic if we have kids. Brennan didn't say, oh, I don't want to raise them Jewish. So that could be on the table. And that yeah. could be a reason why he would want her to convert. Because technically in the Jewish faith, you are what your mother is. If yes. your mother's Jewish, you're Jewish. So then speaking of raising kids, they both agree they want two kids. So they agree on that. And then the hardest topic of all comes up. Sunday football. Here's why this is good. I would never marry someone who watches football on Sunday. 
Okay. I've dated a few dudes and every single one, I'm like, ugh. Like, no. Like, <laughs> I can't picture you with a guy who watches football. Believe me, that those days didn't last too long because every Sunday, it's such a waste of time. Like, I don't like doing stuff like this. I love art. I love hanging out. I love doing other things. Watching football on a Sunday is a waste of my time. Yeah, plus we're watching 98 Fiance on Sunday. Exactly. And Monday. That's and maps on Wednesday. That's why I married you because we watch things together. Yes. These two, they both watch football on Sunday. Good. So that's a good thing. Now, all right, who's the team? Is it the Broncos? Is it someone else? But since she would become Jewish, he said, oh, I would also, I would also can do some compromise and turn into a Broncos fan. I can convert fan. to a Broncos fan. Are Broncos the Denver team? Yeah, Denver okay. Broncos. So it seemed like a great conversation. They seemed very agreeable. Almost too easy. And that's, again, why I wonder how serious they are about it. The football team, whatever. That's low stakes. Religion, a little bit higher stakes. And Emily kind of just casually said, oh, yeah, I would convert. Again, easy to say, more serious to do. So I hope she thinks about what she's saying when she says that. I don't think he would want her to convert again. Who knows? I don't think we know enough about his. We, we don't. But if someone's religious enough, he would at least wear a yarmulke to the wedding. Uh, I would think so. But again, 100%. Everyone, everyone practices differently. I think a yarmulke for uh, ceremonies is a big part of if you are As, a practicing yes. Jew. I mean, everyone I know that's that's Jewish, except for me, wore a yarmulke to their wedding. So, yes. Exactly. And so he did. He didn't even do muzzle tough. He did not, which I did. Yes. So there you go. Yes. All right. Good point. Next day, we see them playing all the games. All the games. This is how Therese and I vacation. We go to a resort. We go to a hotel. We play all the games. We're playing. We're going paddle boarding. We're doing the driving range. We're playing pool. We're playing ping pong. This is how we do it with a drink in our hand. All right. Just all like, right. I love how... Emily has a broken hand. <laughs> she's playing ping pong, shooting hoops, yet she's still holding a drink. She's like, I know I have one bad hand, but I'm still going to hold the drink while I hold a ping pong paddle on the other hand or a basketball on the other Why hand. Why not? You're only going on one honeymoon. Exactly. Hopefully. Yes. Um, so they're talking, and this is what I didn't like. Emily goes like, oh, do you like to have, do you like to have fun? And Brennan says, what kind of a question is that? Like, we're having fun together. And I feel like she maybe felt like he's letting her win or something. But why would you bring it up? Because it's not the first time she kind of yeah. she kind of like took a job and said, oh, I even having fun. I couldn't so pick up exactly where it came from, whether he was being too competitive or not competitive enough. But yeah, she was like, are you even, do you even like to have fun? Yeah, I didn't like this. We, we, oh, watched, was, yeah, we watched sorry. a little bit of the um, after show. After party. The after party. And the ladies took Emily's side. But I'm taking Brennan's side on this. Oh, I'm not, I'm not taking Brennan's side at all. Why? Why are you? She asked a playful question at best and sort of an annoying question at worst. At worst. He lost his shit. He did not lose his shit. He, he had to like, he didn't lose his shit, but he quietly lost his shit. Like he was simmering under the surface. He had to go to the corner where he thought he was off camera and he was like, 
no one gets me this mad but my parents. Like, he he, he overreacted to that comment. Okay, a little bit, but at the same time, like, he is clearly having fun, right? He's running around with her. He's drinking with her. He does tequila shots with her. He does everything with her. Her coming back at him, questioning him if he's having fun. Like, I would feel attacked. I would Don't you think that was playful? Uh, not really. Okay. I think she meant it. And it's okay. like, why would you... If he was sitting, watching you play all these games, doing nothing, okay, then go and be like, hey, are you even having fun? I would question him too. He's doing what she's doing. He's having fun with her. And that's what he said. He said, we're having fun together. Like, wh why are you asking? Yeah, I just thought it was an overreaction. Like, I would only ask you if you're having fun, if you are not clearly not having fun. Uh, well, she said, do you even know how to have fun? She well, didn't that's say, even are worse. You, do you even know how to have fun? That's even worse. It is. That's literally... That's literally you telling someone, oh, you're boring, right? Like, like I, did, I call didn't in, like call this. Because I'm really confused, actually, what was the impetus of this question. I didn't like it. I think if he's trying, I'm going to go and say it. I don't think he's ever had this much fun. I don't <laughs> think I don't think he does things like this. I think he hangs out with his bros. Maybe he has a, has a, he has a drink or two. That's it. She's wild. She's out of control. And he keeping up with her he's doing things with her so i would feel offended if i was him too okay all right let's move on let's talk about your favorite claire and cameron yes poor so, cameron now i'm feeling uh, bad for him yeah he was snorkeling and he apparently possibly popped his <sighs> eardrum which i feel him it happened to me before too you burst your eardrum? Not fully, but oh my gosh. I think I had like a bad infection because I was diving in the Pacific Ocean. Uh-huh. That's not how you want to spend your honeymoon. No, it's not. And I once, like it happened, I was um, I was in Croatia when I was uh, a young Teresa. And the only thing I ended up doing was like picking up crabs and snorkeling. And there was You picked up crabs in Croatia? All the time. I picked them up in Vegas. What? Ew. Crabs? It's a... Uh, STD joke. Oh. <laughs> I don't get you mean, Anyways. You don't crap. I get it, Teresa. You don't yeah, crabs. No, yeah, I used to go to Croatia with my little net. Moving on. So, okay. I either... Because <laughs> my mom always timed me how long I can be in the ocean because I always had to, like, come out and let myself dry. Adorable. So when I was drying, I was picking up crabs. Adorable. When I was in the ocean, I was snorkeling. And I, I saw this starfish at the bottom of the ocean. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to get her for hours, mm -hmm. for hours. She was attached to this stone. <laughs> Finally got her. I almost, I almost drowned because of the stone. <laughs> <laughs> Finally got her. But it happened too. Like something popped in my ear. Hmm. I think it was just like too much water because it ended up being fine. Yeah. That starfish dried up and smelled disgusting. Disgusting, and my mom said we're not putting it in my luggage, mm. so I had to leave it behind. Well, you're the star of that story. Yeah. So, okay, poor Cameron. He burst an eardrum or something, and he's hanging in there. I think I would be making a a bigger scene about it if it was me. So, uh, kudos to him for hanging in there and seemingly playing it cool. Claire has a work meeting she needs to take. Cameron's going to go to the doctor by himself. And let's not forget, Claire's a therapist. Mm -hmm. So when she says work meeting, that could very well be she's got an appointment with a patient. She's doing maybe a Skype session or something. Well, she's 
finishing her master's. Is she already doing therapy? Maybe she I don't know. She could be. She could be seeing patients, I believe. I don't know. She you could, could. You don't have to. You don't have to be I a guess maybe, therapist. I think, think. I think I was doing some research on this topic. Huh. I think you need to complete multiple, like, they're like thousands of hours, actually. I think maybe you start while you are getting your master's. Okay. That, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's got a work meeting. Maybe then, maybe it's a school meeting. Who knows? But she's not going to be able to go to the doctor with Cameron, but that's all right. First, they're going to have breakfast together. And Claire learned Cameron's breakfast order already. Which like, is, is it a- you? I was going to say, again, uh, Cameron's kind of growing on me a little yeah. bit because I could have breakfast with Cameron. Scrambled eggs, some pancakes, uh, a nice coffee black. Like, sign me up. Mm-hmm. Me and you, Cameron. Oh, yeah. Well, Claire thinks the honeymoon is going great, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. But they bring up going back to the real world and how she's a very independent person, but she did go into this process looking for a partner so she can do life with someone. I thought she was all big family energy. Like that doesn't scream yeah. isolationist to me. That screams it's not like isolation. It's being independent means you can do things on your own. Okay, but I feel like she does things with her family a lot too. That's not. I feel like they have like Saturdays at the lake. Yeah, but that doesn't mean she's not independent. Fair enough, but it means she likes spending time with other people and doing activities with other people. Yeah, but that's family. She, she, I don't think she's Cameron ever is really, family now. Well, now he is. So he says, yeah, we both have our things, but we need to learn how to naturally come together, yeah. which is a great point because that's what happens when you are in a relationship. You naturally come together. That's right. That's right. And now you cannot stop being together. Like we cannot <laughs> all stop the time. all the time. So, okay. Cameron ended up going to see a doctor at the resort. They did not have the ability to properly diagnose or treat his ear. So he needs to go to Cancun see a different doctor. Claire's not going to go with him because of the meeting, but Cameron's a big boy, so he can go do his own thing. I would, I would go with you. No, I wouldn't want you to if you had a serious, if you had an important meeting. Again, or I don't know if she was seeing a patient. In my mind, she's seeing a patient. That seems very important. It could be very serious. It could be right. She can't miss it. So in my mind, she's talking to someone. If it was just a casual check-in meeting, I might say, hey, my husband is going to the hospital. No, I would still him. go with you. All right, well, I, th- I appreciate it. You would that. not? Um, I, I would. I think I would. You think you would? I think I would. Okay. Well, it depends what the circumstances are. If you're like, yeah, I have water in my ear, I'd be like, you could probably go yourself. Yeah, if we're in Mexico, you're going to let me oh, go abs- to Cancun by if myself? If we were in another country, I would absolutely go with you. Yeah. That's a great point. I forgot. Oh. Okay. Becca and Austin. Breakfast on the balcony, and Austin's like, anything we need to talk about? And here's Rebecca brings up religion. And Austin does this weird, like, cough, and I don't know if it was an actual cough or uh, an awkward cough, like, trying to be funny. To He is trying to be funny because it's like, he's like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, what is religion? Religion, what's that? But, yeah, we should talk about it. And Becca's like, right now? And he's like, no, it's a little early. I don't want to scare you off just yet. But the fact that he said it. I'm kind of, I'm feeling that he is the Sunday morning type of guy that goes to the church, right? Well, let's get to it. We see him at the beach and they're talking about earlier. And Austin's like, let's clear things up. 
I know in the past you've had boyfriends who were avoidant, who didn't feel the way you felt. So I don't want to be like that. I don't want to avoid these issues. And Beck was like, yeah, in the past, I always rushed into deep conversations. And I know you and I have differences in religion. I was raised Jewish, but I'm agnostic. What's agnostic? Like she doesn't believe? Agnostic is I don't know. Oh, okay. Which I subscribe to. I, I'm an atheist. I, uh, I used to be an atheist. And then I went, you know what? Saying you're an atheist is that's as confident in the opposite end of the spectrum as saying like, oh, yeah, God is 100%. It's like, who knows? Who really knows? No one, but I, I believe in ghosts. I don't know where that puts me as an atheist. I think you're agnostic. Uh, I you think, see, like, do, I, do you know for certain that that God exists or does not exist? Do you know for certain? Yes. You do? Yes. How? Because I just know. That's, see, that's not good enough for me. I have never experienced anything like it. Right. I wasn't raised that way. You were so. raised? Atheist. You were? Yeah. Oh. My parents are non-believers. I think my mom is agnostic. Yeah. My mom is, but my, my dad is. Who knows? My dad is an atheist. Really? So I associate with that, but All I right. do believe in ghosts. Again, <laughs> I'm not sure what that. It's a different G word. <laughs> It's not the same. I'm not sure how that works, but They're two yeah. completely different things. I'm just saying. I'm just putting it all out there. Okay. You guys call in. What am I? I'm, I'm agnostic. Uh, Becca is now two. And she's like, I know that's caused issues in the past with partners. I don't feel like it would be an issue with you, Austin. And he says, I'm plain old Christian, but my parents didn't align always with faith. And so I, I see how... It can be an issue. So wait, is he saying that his parents are not Christians? I don't know. I mean, there's different, there's whole, you could be Catholic, you could be Correct. Protestant, you could be Baptist, right? There's whole, so who knows how they just didn't align perfectly and it caused issues, apparently. Who knows what they were? He didn't get into it. But Beck is like, well, I always look to have the same beliefs and ideas as my partner. That's failed me. That's why I'm here. So maybe it's good that we're going to have different yeah, as long as he's not an extreme, I think it can work. Well, here's my issue, or not even an issue. Here's my worry. He was so reluctant to have this conversation. If how he truly felt and how he truly is is just, as he says, a plain old Christian, I don't think he would have avoided the topic for so long. Here's what I'm going to say. He's not as Christian as we might think, right? My grandma is a Christian. Um... Do you remember what my dad said? What type of a Christian she is? No. Protestant? Did you say, did you say Protestant? Oh, maybe. Possibly. Oh, anyways. My grandma. Corel, call in. <laughs> what did, I think it's the same as Emily. What did she say she is? I don't know if she's Catholic. Yes, oh. Catholic. Okay. So my grandma prays before every meal. Okay. My grandma prays before she leaves the house. Okay. My grandma does a lot of things like this because she does go to the church. She is a strong believer. I don't think we've seen Austin praying before any meals or doing anything like this. Becca would have seen that and she would have realized how religious he is, right? Fair. So I think he is a believer to a certain level, but I don't think he is like my grandma level. I just don't know why you'd be so hesitant to just come out and say that. Then. Because she's been very open about 
her beliefs and how she maybe wants to align with her partner and then being agnostic and being plain old Christian, two different things. They're two different things, but they they can get along. Of course those, they can. Those two, those two beliefs can live happily ever after together. There's so many couples of course they can. subscribe to that. But what I'm saying is like, I think if he was telling her to pray with him, if he was telling her, oh, you have to come to church with me, oh, you have to pray, we have to say grace before dinner and before every meal, then it can create issues because that's not what she does. Here's, here's my other thought, and you can tell me because I only know from one side. I feel like maybe people think, oh, John's going to ask me to convert. Beck is going to ask me to convert. Did you think I would ask you? Mm. And, and before you actually knew, like, I really not religious at all. Did you think, like, oh, maybe he's going to ask me to convert? No, because we had that conversation pretty early on. I could, I, I, I think I knew the level of your Judaism very early on. Uh-huh. I think I would have a problem with converting if it was a religious aspect. But if you said, hey, like... I just want our kids to be Jewish. That's it. Like, I don't want to be going to the temple. I don't want to do any of that, but I want our kids to be Jewish. I would consider. Okay. So I think, again, this is all just spitballing here. Maybe Austin thought, I know she's Jewish. A lot of people do convert to Judaism to be with their Jewish partner. Maybe Austin was worried if this topic comes up, she's going to ask me to convert, and I don't know what to say at this point. Oh, so interesting. So maybe he didn't want to even have this conversation and have to say on TV or at this point, yeah, I don't want to convert. Interesting thought. Just well, a to thought. Be, to be honest, I never thought you would ask me because, again, I we had this conversation very early on. However, I didn't meet your parents until like six months in, so I wasn't sure. First of all, I didn't know how they going to react to me being a foreigner. And second of all, I didn't know how they're going to react to me being non-Jewish. Right. So I was more worried about your parents than about you. All right, that's fair. It's a fair concern. Nothing to be worried about, though. Very true. I mean, we've been married for a while, so. <laughs> you got that right. All right. I think this is a good place to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the group dinner. We'll talk about more Lauren and Orion drama. We got some more to talk about, but we'll take a break. We'll tell you about our sponsors for this episode, and we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. Are you ready to continue <laughs> group this? Hang, group hang. Group Group dinner at the beach. Group dinner, everyone but Cameron. Everyone but Cameron, but Claire explains why he's MIA. And she's kind of joking, saying, well, hopefully he didn't take off. Yeah. And Austin <laughs> is like, yeah, that was probably, that was his chance to run away. <laughs> yeah. Um, Orion tells everyone how he and Lauren FaceTimed with Dr. Pia. Yeah, he's like, we had our first hurdle. And Lauren's no. like, second. Yeah, second hurdle. <laughs> Here's the thing. Nobody ever asks them about their hurdles. Everyone is just like, huh, cool. All right. I don't know. Call me curious. But I would be like, oh, what happened? What do you guys, yeah. what's the deal? What's going on? What's the issue? They just kind of like, oh, all right. Nobody wants to dig deeper and find out more. Orion's volunteering that, hey, we had our second hurdle. We talked to a therapist already. And everyone's like, oh, all right. Good luck with that. Unless they cut it out. Uh, maybe. You don't want 
keep repeating this. Honestly, they would have to tell us the story once again. But we've then heard I, it so many times. But then I could at least hear other people's perspective. Correct. And input on the situation instead of just Orion and Lawrence. I would like to hear some outside perspective. Well, we we will. But first, here comes Cameron with his ginormous <laughs> bouquet, like a flower cart worth of flowers. And Keller is like, "Oh my gosh, it's bigger than me." Did you Which- hear? She's very small, so <laughs> I can see that. Did you hear what she actually said? What did she say? You're the bomb. Oh, yeah. I love saying that. <laughs> You're her, the bomb. Her hair is 90s and her sayings are 90s. I love So I, every, everything's I aligning. Say, I say that's the bomb. I know. I know. We got to work on that. Why? You say, you say peeps. I say peeps all the time. You say the bomb. I say peeps to people in meetings. But I think that... I say, what's up, peeps, when I, I join a meeting? The Czech Republic is <laughs> is about 20 years behind. So That's that- not true. And I learned <laughs> peeps here. I say, I call some of my friends pals. Oh, pals. Okay. Yeah. I say peeps. Okay. I say, that's the bomb. What other 90s or sayings do you know or have you used? Have you heard like... Oh, that's that's diesel. No, ew. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but you know what I say? What? I say uh, OG. Uh, no, you say that on this podcast. And a lot. I say YOLO. You only live once. Shout out to Drake. <laughs> okay. And that's about it. What else is out there? I don't know. I'm trying to think now. Tell like, me. We could do like bomb.com if you really want to get fancy. Really? Yeah. You're Ooh. the bomb.com. <laughs> what is it like when the internet was invented? Dope. Oh, I is, hate dope. That's dope. I kind of say it. I think, I think I started saying it as a joke and then it sticked. I don't like Stuck. it. I uh. don't like it. What well, else? Let's move what on. else? Uh, um, that's fire is not really a throwback. Oh, that's fire. It's kind of new, I would say. <laughs> I don't know. Let's move on. All right. All right. So they go around and they're all talking about the relationships and the honeymoon. And Becca goes on and on about Austin and how he's so funny and he's the best and he's the perfect level of strange for me. And Austin just goes, same. Yeah. He's so not into her. He pretends to be, maybe he was at first. He was putting on a good show, being a nice guy for the cameras, but he's he's not into her. I think he is. Here's my, here's my hot take. Are you ready? So ready. He's a stoner. Well, they're all in I think you the found Mile dr- High City. Teresa. I think you found drugs somewhere and he's just high. I could see that. And he needs to shave. I really, like, Enough that just shave. bugs me. That just bugs me. You have a hairy neck. He does. Yeah. He does. But, like, not even, like, a nicely shave. It's just, like, a hair all over. What is it? So you think like a he's... Bib? Is he having a natural uh-huh. bib? What? Oh, bib? Uh-huh. What, what, what is that? A uh, bib would be more like chest hair. Well, who knows what's happening down there? Probably I, that. I can see having a bib. Yeah. All right. So you think he's he's into her? He's just too high to to explain himself? Yeah, not even maybe not too high, but he's just so mellow. He like likes to jokey joke, but but here's why I disagree with you because when it's just the two of them, or when it was just the two of them, I think he's changing even one on one now. When it was just the two of them, he was jokey-jokey and lovey-dovey and all oh, were so weird together. In group settings, 
He can't be that. He's not that way. For some reason, when he's with the guys, when they were asking how things are going, and he's like, well, I don't want to rub it in their face, so I'm kind of just playing it cool. And now he's just like, yeah, same what she said. I think it's I think it's his personality. I think he is into her. I really do think so. Okay. Yeah. I just think that's just who he is. Maybe he doesn't want to jinx. He doesn't want to be too lovey-dovey. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'm just guessing. All right. Uh, Brennan says the honeymoon is going way better than he expected, and he appreciates Emily. And Emily's like, yeah, you know, sometimes I'm too sarcastic, and I don't think about the repercussions, so I want to be more cognizant of that. And that's what I'm saying. I think the whole, do we even know how to have fun? It was sarcasm. And someone whose sar- sarcasm is my uh, first language, English is my, I'm ESL. Sarcasm is my first, English is my second. I can relate to that. And sometimes sarcasm gets you into trouble. Not with me. I have a very sarcastic humor too. <laughs> you don't think so? You do. I remember, I've probably told this on the podcast before, not much of a story, but it's the truth. When we first started dating, I literally Googled. I remember sitting at my desk <laughs> Googling, do checks get sarcasm? Because I was like, "What did Google say?" So they absolutely do. Yeah. So one of the most sarcastic countries in in Europe. You know who's one of the most sarcastic people out there that you unfortunately will never really be able to experience? Your grandfather? No. Oh. Hell. <laughs> Like your dad. I was going to yeah. say your dad, but then yeah. you're like, you can't experience it. It's experience. because of the language barrier. Uh, so, like, sometimes things get lost in translation. Yeah. And what he says when I translate it doesn't truly okay. hit it. Right. But my dad is so sarcastic. It's awesome. I have a very sarcastic humor. You do, too. <laughs> Emily, I don't get. I don't see her being sarcastic. I think, do you even know how to have fun, is sarcasm. Yeah, but not the way she says it. Like, okay. You have to say, be sarcastic with a certain tone in your voice. Sure. That's how you differentiate it between being a sarcastic and being an asshole, right? Uh-huh. I think maybe she was too drunk and she was okay. just... Okay. Yeah, but I think the way she Slur-castic said it... Sarcastic. I think the way she, she said it came across the wrong way. However, if she was being sarcastic, okay, I'll take it back. Sure. Right. But I just don't think that it hit it the right way. All right, too early to but tell. It, it, I don't think it landed okay. the right way. Fair enough. Cameron, he goes, well, I haven't said this before, but I think Claire and I, if we were dating, we wouldn't throw ourselves at each other. So I think when we go back to the real world, we need to transition from friendship to romance. And this is what's scary because we've seen it over and over People becoming friends, mm-hmm. but then it's hard to get out of the friend zone. They start with a little hurdle. They got over it, right? Can they get from the friendship zone to the romantic zone? Yeah. Because that's usually the issue. It's an uphill battle. I think I said if they don't bang on the honeymoon, they're not going to bang. Not even bang. They don't even kiss. True. But they're definitely getting more comfortable with each other. They do, but I feel like it's still a friendship. It could be a friend zone situation. Yeah. I'm hopeful. Now I'm like rooting for them. Actually, he does have a decent sarcastic humor. Sure. sure. A little a little New Zealandish, a little Kiwi, Kiwi-ish. Okay. But yeah, I think he has a decent one. Okay. Then Lauren goes, I think I got what I wanted out of this honeymoon. Just be careful what you wish for. Ooh. Because I want her to learn what makes Orion tick but I need to apologize. 
My jokes don't always land where I want them to land. So I'm very apologetic how that made you feel. And we get this moment with Orion just talking to the camera. It's not while he's sitting at at the table. And he's like, I still can't get over the the joke. I I don't think I can move on from this. Here's why he pissed me off. Because he says, yeah, I cannot stop thinking about her unintentional joke. He said it himself. He said unintentional joke that's what it was she didn't she didn't intended to make him feel <laughs> certain way she basically laughed at the wrong time and she freaking apologized 59 times for it he said it himself unintentional joke shut up but it's i take issue with the fact that he said the word joke she didn't make a joke no she didn't well here's the thing he says joke because she laughed Okay, you and laugh she, at jokes. Jokes, she, laughs she aren't said, jokes. She said joking later. She said, oh, I'm sorry, I joked about it. I guess. It, it's more it, that she didn't take it seriously. It's not that she made a joke. She just wasn't taking it seriously. Yeah, but I think he's taking her own words, which, yes, she said that. But come on, dude. You, you said it yourself. If someone doesn't mean something, just get over it. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, this, this is, like, really pissing me off because... She didn't do anything wrong. And I think when it comes to him talking about being minority, well, she knows a lot about it too because yeah. she is a minority as well. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. So, okay. Then we cut to the next day and we start with Claire and Cameron. They're waking up. Cameron's feeling better. The antibiotics, they're kicking in and they're about to embark on their second travel journey. They're about to head back home and they address luggage gate. And I'm glad they talked about it, or at least like she must have called him out on it. Oh, yeah. Which is good. Totally. Oh, she definitely brought it up. Oh, yeah. She She's the communicator. When it when it happened. Yeah. And Cameron kind of just blames them. Well, it was a long day, and I'm t- I was tired, so I blew things out of proportion. Well, there, was, there is more to the story, because she, Claire says, you know what? Now I get it. Like, I get why you did what you did. So... They must have talked about it because her saying, I get it, because now I got to know you a little more, I means guess. that there was, I don't know, did he need to, maybe he needed to poop. Maybe and he, he was like poop. running to the bathroom. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. No, that's a good theory. It wasn't clear on this episode. Yeah. But like, she was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I get it. Now I can understand where you're coming from. Like, yeah. I can't, but. but yeah, but he says, I learned I will not leave you behind. Like I did not, I'm not going to abandon you a- anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like his reasoning was like, well, my legs are twice as long as yours, so I walk fast. It's like, I th- feel like it was something dumb like that. I think he probably said, I just didn't think about it. Like, Which I is just so did- terrible. It is. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make him sound better. Like, that was the one thing that I think he fucked up too. Mm-hmm. But I honestly, I don't even think he already thought of it. And I'm, that's why I'm glad she called him out on it. Yeah. I think he it needed to be been, addressed. Yeah. I think he's maybe been too single for too long and he just doesn't think of certain things. Yeah. So then very quickly again, back to Lauren and Orion who are waking up. Apparently a long night. They were chatting till 3 a.m. And during that chat session, Orion told Lauren he's not sure if he can get over the offensive comment that Lauren made in the hot tub. I also... Kind of take issue with the fact that Orion waited to the last day of the honeymoon to really get into it. It's like, oh, you wanted to enjoy the fun in the sun before you threw in the beach towel. 
You wanted to get every ounce of this honeymoon out before you're going to call it quits. Because also, they, like, what offensive comment? Like, she... Again, maybe I know I'm we're wrong, we're a broken record at this point. We are, but he keeps saying it too. Yeah, we'll talk about it more in a second. Becca and Austin, <laughs> they're waking up. They're talking about the real world. Becca's optimistic about blending their lives, and she is excited to learn how to show up for Austin. And Austin again is literally like ditto, like he cannot put into words how he feels, or he just doesn't feel anything. I think that's his personality. I truly believe that. Well, it's starting to wear on me. I, we'll see. To, they were my power couple in, in the yeah, beginning. And, and now I don't, I don't see it. I see her being pretty in love, and I see him going through the motions. Well, I want to see them in the real world. I already do. I want to see how they interact, how they live their lives together. I think that will tell a lot. Usually the honeymoons are very much like you either are really hitting it off or you're really not. Everything in between is kind of like, oh, yeah, you're getting to know each other, right? It's fun. But the real world, that's when it shows. I feel like there's an imbalance between them, and I think that's what I'm reacting to. Like Claire and Cameron, they're they're equally uninterested or they're equally friend-zoning each other, and so it sits with me a little better. With Becca and Austin, like, she's all in. She thinks he's the best ever. She's over the moon. She couldn't be happier. And he's kind of just like, ditto. What's ditto? Samesies. Ditto means, like, I agree. Ugh. Sounds horrible. Sounds like dope. He can't even say, I agree. He can't even put (laughs) two words together. He's just like, ditto, right? And so that, to me, that juxtaposition between how passionate she is and how... You're saying ditto, like... The... T-T. D-I-T-T-O. Oh, I thought you say Dido. Like the bird. Di- the Dido? Dido. Shout out to Dido. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought you were saying. No, D-I-T-T-O. Oh, I know th- I know this. I know this expression. Ditto. Yeah, I know this. <laughs> yeah, it's an old expression. Yes, I know this. Yeah, so I think that's why my spider Dodo senses are. is the bird. Dodo. So. Yeah, you're a dodo. <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on? Uh, so then we see Lauren and Claire outside the hotel. Lauren is just in that egg chair crying. And Claire yeah. Claire goes over to her and Lauren fills her in on the hot tub issue. Well, they're soul sisters. I'm glad they're hitting it off because Lauren will need someone to talk to. And I think out of all these ladies, Claire is the right one to do Claire's that. Claire's the therapist. Yeah. Yeah. And so Lauren fills her in. Orion is apparently not happy with how Lauren has been handling things. And this is what breaks my heart. It's like, I really feel for Lauren. You can see how much she cares and how much she's trying. And it's still not good enough for Orion. Yeah. Apparently he's, he felt like she attacked his community. Yeah. And he said that she felt failed the marriage and failed him, which is very harsh yeah. to say. Because she makes him feel that. He makes her feel that way. Well, Lauren reacted to this saying, I want a divorce, and she took off the ring, which yeah. that's is a, a classic reality a classic TV move. moment, but it's a bad one. It's a classic it's, move. Yeah, I, I get why she did it. If someone's telling you that you failed the marriage, you failed him, you attacked his community, I get how she got so affected. And 
when they talked to PC in a little bit, PC said, well, that's a great example of her feeling so hurt that she said something that she yeah. didn't really mean. Yeah. Let's go to the PC call because Orion FaceTimes him. And I love how Orion was like, first off, thanks so much for taking the time to be with me. It's like. He like pulled over somewhere. Yeah, he was like in the car on the way to the Planet Fitness. He had like his like Adidas sweatshirt on. He was ready to go work out. And he was like, let's make this quick, Orion. What's going on? Well, they need to be on a call. Like this was an emergency call, right? So I don't think PC was ready to film, but. Right. No, it's good that he could be there. Yeah, correct. And Orion brings up the hot tub conversation and how the longer he thought about it, the more violated he felt, which to me, again, I can't tell anyone how to feel. But the more I think about this conversation, the less offensive I, I think it is. Like, if you go back and you watch, you're like, oh, yeah, it was, it was somewhat, somewhat harmless, right? She didn't mean anything by it, and she quickly realized what she did and apologized for it. Multiple times. Multiple times. Over and but, over. But the more he thought about it, the more violated he felt. So I don't know where that's coming from. And PC is basically like, wipe your tears. Laura and I both know firsthand what it's like to be on the receiving mm -hmm. end of derogatory comments. And he literally goes, I'm surprised this is still an issue. So sort of like what I'm saying. Yeah. The longer I, you think about it, you're like, oh, how, you're not over this yet. PC's like, I'm surprised this is still an issue. Yeah. I think, yeah, this is a, this is a tough topic because I don't want to take anything away from Orion. Like I understand if he feels a certain way, like I, I get it. But again, like, I don't think she meant, I don't, I don't think we know she didn't mean anything bad. She laughed at a wrong moment and she apologized for it multiple times. She didn't call him any words. She didn't call him any, yeah. any terms, unless, anything. Unless we're missing something because of the power of editing or cameras weren't there when another conversation was had, unless we're missing something. If, if what we saw is all that happened, then yeah, I, I stick by my beliefs that she I'm just going to do a hot take. I don't think she would ever use a derogatory term with him. To, no, no, I don't either. Yeah. But uh, intentionally. Who, intentionally. Yeah. Right. I, I don't either. But other things may have been said or she may have said like, get over it or like, who knows what else was said that he could have been offended by. That we didn't yeah. see. Well, long story short, we can only judge on what we saw. And what we saw was, all right, she laughed. That was not funny. She said she was joking. All right, it wasn't funny. I'll give you this, Orion. However, when someone apologizes and owns up to it and d she didn't call you anything, then let's try to get past it if that's the only thing standing in the way. Especially, and I hate to keep using this word, but okay, Grace, if she did... If she allowed you, Grace, when you admitted that you said the most awful thing, well, then why can't you return the favor, right? If you do think she said the most awful thing, but he can't, okay? So PC's like, I think we all need to have a conversation so we can come to a conclusion. And the producers go and find Lauren. Poor PC just sitting in this car this entire time, like waiting to get a couple of reps in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren comes and tells PC what's going on. She's very emotional. So, and this, I feel like this has truly affected her. Oh yeah, I feel so bad for Lauren. I like Lauren. I think she's great. Oh yeah. I think she's great. It's truly affected her. She's tried to do the right thing and learn and grow, she said. 
and it's still not good enough. And she says, Orion said he feels like I don't have his back. That sent her into a spiral. She says, I took off the ring. I said I want a divorce because I felt like, okay, I don't have his back. Yeah. And BC gets it, but says, girl, that was the wrong move. Right? Because he's like, do you want to get a divorce? And she says, no. Again, classic great editing where it goes to a commercial. Yeah. And you're like, this is going to be the moment. This is the moment they divorce. And she's like, no, I don't want a divorce. Well, PC says we have to de-escalate and reset. I need to talk to both of you. Yeah. So Orion comes back in. They're both talking to PC. And PC's like, Lauren, you said you gave him grace, but he is not giving you any. And Lauren agrees. And feels like that's where my hurt comes from, is that I'm not receiving the same grace that I gave him. And Orion goes, well, I still can't truly say how I felt. And PC's like, well, say it. And Orion goes, I felt like you not only offended me and violated my culture, but I feel like you offended my family. I have a whole community I have to come back to, and they will have opinions, my mom included. And when he said that, now I almost can understand where he's coming from because he's not offended necessarily. He may very well be, but he feels like he has to be offended for others. He feels like he needs to defend and be offended for his mom and for his community. So even if he's over it, he doesn't know if his mom is over it, if his community is over it. Okay, I get it. I get it. I don't think he's over it. But once again, she apologized multiple times. She said, I'm doing my research on your culture, on your community. I am not familiar with any of this, right? So she, she she's trying. She's trying, but he feels like she's wronged his entire community. He's carrying the burden of his entire community. And so until they all... Give her grace, he feels like he can't give her grace. That's how I'm interpreting it. And that's how I can only make sense of how he's still carrying on about this is that I think he may be over it, but I don't think he feels like his family would be over it. And so therefore he can't fully be over it. I get it. But once again, she didn't call him anything. I know. She laughed at the wrong time and called it a joke. Yes. Was that the right thing to do? No, it wasn't. But she apologized, right? Like, we cannot live in a world when people when people apologize for something like this, you just dis, dismiss them. Well, we have because to be able she, to grow. Because we, she, exactly. And I think... We have to be able to learn from our mistakes exactly. and, and, and be better and be able to, yes. And she truly meant it. I, honestly, if she did use one of the terms, then laughed and didn't apologize, well... Absolutely. Like, I get it. I, w- I would get it, but that's not what happened. Yeah. How can he use a derogatory term and she forgive him, but he, but he can't do the same? That's why, that's how, where I struggle. Yeah. So he goes, Oof. I don't know what else I can say, but I can't get past this. And when he says that, I think Lauren realizes this is over. She stands up and just leaves the room. And yeah. that's where the episode ends. I don't think they're going to be airplane buddies. I think they're getting a divorce next episode. <laughs> I think so, too. They should. It's so damaged. It's so fractured. It is. It's sad. It is sad because I honestly, 
when they matched them at first, I was like, oh, that's interesting. I would love to see if there will be any attraction. And there yeah. was all, like, they were attracted to each other. I still believe that. On paper, I was like, oh, this makes no sense. And then they started talking, and I was like, oh, this makes sense. And now I'm like, oh, there's no way for this to work. No, they cannot come back from this. Well, he can't. And I think she's getting to the point. I don't think she can either Yeah, I think she's getting to the point that she's like, yeah. Because I think it's the big thing here is that, all right, I get it. You are a minority and I I respect it. I feel for you. But so is she. Yeah. And I think maybe he's forgetting about that. He's forgetting about the fact that out of all people out there she understands yeah right and i think he's dismissing that that's why i i think it's bigger than just him i think he feels like he's carrying the burden of his entire community and again i get it i get it i get it however unless we're missing as you said we're missing something i think what happened and her apologizing for it he should give her the grace like, that she has given him. I don't want to make this about me, but it's the best way I can wrap my head around it. If you made a Jewish joke, I, and I forgave you for but it. But like if I made a Jewish joke without knowing. Okay. But and apologize for it immediately because you would say, hey, here you crossed the line. And I said, yeah. oh shit, I'm so sorry about it. Would you, would you divorce me? No, but if you made a Jewish joke, I would be pissed, but I would, I th- I think I would work through it and I would come to the realization of you, you meant no harm. Obviously it was a misunderstanding, right? And I would, we would move on. If it was on TV and my parents saw it, I think I would have a harder time forgiving you because I would know my parents are not going to be so forgiving. My parents are not going to accept that apology. But think of the level of the Jewish joke I would have to make. I would need to laugh at something, basically saying, oh shit, I didn't know and immediately apologize. I know. I'm not trying it. to I'm not trying to get into semantics of what that joke would be. I'm just trying to make the point of I could forgive you, but now the fact that it's on TV and my family's gonna see it and, and maybe my temple's gonna see it and then I'm still with you, now that's harder to show up and be but respected. Again, for me, I'm trying to connect the level of me joking about Judaism to what she said, and I feel oh, I know. like the, I, from knowing your parents, I'm sure that if they saw that I truly was sorry and I truly didn't know. Yeah. I, I, think I, yes, I, my parents I, would. I literally see your parents saying like, you know what? Like, I think you learned your lesson. Yeah. Um, moving on. I don't yeah. think your parents would ever give me shit about it. Let's not find out. <laughs> well, of course not. I'm not an idiot. But what I'm saying is like, well, Yes. Let's move let's on. Yeah, let's, let's move on because this is a tough topic. We talked about it a lot. Yes. We'll take the broken record off now. Yeah, you guys can call in if you have any other suggestions or any other thoughts on this or let us know. Let us know how you feel because it's interesting. It's tough. I feel bad for Lauren and I do feel bad for Orion in a way too because I feel bad that he feels this way. Right? Totally, of no course. No one should be feeling this of way. Of course. So, well said. Yeah. Okay. That's the episode. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys want to hear us talk about 90 Day the Other Way and whatever follows that season in a couple of weeks, check us out on Patreon and Supercast, patreon.com slash Reality, marriedthreality.supercast.com. We're also on Instagram at Pod. So follow us there, message us there, call in. 
Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot is hopefully the next episode Ooh, because... Looks hot and heavy. The previews look good. All right. And last but not least, if you guys haven't left the review, please do. Tis the season to spread the love, share the love. So if you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on the Monday podcast. Yes. All right. That is it. I've said way too much. So, uh, said way too much too i think I've, i i actually said way too much <laughs> all right that means we'll talk to you guys soon bye-bye Bye. Bye.